As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your time here on Financial Choices Matter. Welcome to the Upside Down. Uh, that's where we're at. Charles, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I am fine. Thank you. Uh, you know, thanks. Life is, the world is crazy. A little weird. Uh, yeah. It's weirder than than anything, yeah. but we'll power through this. Yeah. It'll take, it'll take a while. It's going to take a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. at the time, you know, we're doing this podcast. This is our April session. This is uh, the first one we're kicking off here for April. And, uh, you know, we, we actually taped our prior two things were starting to heat up a little bit. The last time I think we chatted, we mentioned a couple things, but boy, in the couple of weeks since it's been like two weeks or so, uh, maybe two and a half, everything just went, you know, obviously super wonky as we all know. So you, you and the, uh, you and the family doing okay? Uh, how you doing with the you know, business we're side? We're fine. Yeah. Business. Uh, well, you know, it's it's Slow. it's different business, but yeah. business as usual. Stay in touch. Try to educate the clients as much as we yeah. possibly can. Share information all the time. Right. Um, and just let them know we're doing what we can do, and we're here. Yeah. And you know, well, the technology does help. At least that this happened oh, yeah. to us. You know, we we do have the internet. Which could you imagine this even? You know, twenty years ago. You know, or thirty years ago. Uh, even been even worse. So at least we can do a lot of a staying in touch with our loved ones since we, you know, especially if you've got older ones like my, like my mom's 78, I've got her on lockdown at her apartment across town, but, uh, I've stopped, you know, I stopped by, I set stuff outside the door, you know, <laughs> she's in a yeah. senior complex. So I, you know, we, we try to do the smart things and I FaceTime with her and so on and so forth. But, uh, thank goodness for technology from, from the communication standpoint, but also from the business standpoint, especially for what we do, we talk, about investing, finance, retirement, and you're able to still help clients do virtual meetings and all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's, you know, it's stuff was kind of moving more virtual anyway. We're embracing it as much as we can wrap our head around it. Right. But, you know, it's, it's still nice to, uh, you can on the, you know, if you're doing a video chat, you can see their face. And uh, we've always yeah. said, Hey, you need and to share look somebody in, you and, need, yeah. you need to look somebody in the eye and figure out, do I like that guy or not? You know? <laughs> I was, so. Yeah. I was doing a show with somebody the other day. They said, Hey, look, you can, you can ta- still have a virtual meeting. If you're a potential client, if you're somebody who's, you know, been listening to us or on the fence and you're thinking about working with me, obviously never been a better time to really, you know, dive into an evaluation and said, look at now it's even easier. You know, like uh, they, I saw something funny. They said people were buying just the tops at stores. <laughs> not the bottoms. So, okay. right. So you yeah. get your webcam open. You only, you don't have to have pants on if you really don't want to just angle your camera the right way. <laughs> and then they're okay, like, I didn't say that. You said, I said that. Said March, I so. know. No, that's actually, it was a news story. It was pretty funny. And then they were like, if you don't like the meeting, just close your laptop and you don't even have to walk out anymore. Now you just close the laptop and the meeting's over. <laughs> so there you go. it's a strange, weird world, man. Things are going to stay stay even weirder, but Let's get into a couple things. Let's talk about some stuff from the investing, finance, and retirement side. We were chatting briefly before we started. Obviously, the CARES Act went through. I want to know who the czar of acronyms is in D.C., right? Because they, oh. ju- they just did the SECURE Act, and now they get... I know. That, that person's I, working overtime. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
how many, I don't know, maybe it's, what's the word game? That's not Scrabble, but maybe it's, you know, let's see what we really come, want to come up what with. That, like and, Boggle? Uh, you thinking like Boggle or something? Boggle. Yeah, boggle. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, boggle. Yeah. yeah, let's come up with that stuff. You know, there's a, the, yeah, there's the uh, acronym guru who's a Boggle master. I, I uh, like that title. I want to see if I could maybe apply for it. Czar of... <laughs> Acronyms. But anyway, so we were chatting briefly. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff in the small business uh, in there. We'll cover a couple of things real quick, but they, they have done a lot with this act to try to make things a little. It, it's pretty easy. You know, some of the stuff they're doing, whether you're applying for a small business grant or loan. So it could be forgivable depending on how you do it. Um, and you were mentioning that you were just uh, helping a client with that. Yeah, we did. We, you know, they it's a family practice okay. it's you know they've got employees and all of this stuff and they're gigantically impacted by all of sure, this and, yeah. and 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 our you know we said hey that that's not our area of expertise but let's go hunt we'll go find some information that's going to help you guys right and we actually got them in you know we got a timing was perfect the email of a webinar coming up from a local attorney that we met before and it's we gave we connected them with them and this guy really knew his stuff and they are now a client oh, well, uh, because it's like, I know what we do. We know what we don't know. Sure. And what right. we, what we don't know, we know somebody that does know strengths and weaknesses. And that's, right. that's the whole, that's the whole point of how we do it. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, there's just way too much to know everything about everything. So right. I don't even, you know, honest to gosh, we don't even try on some stuff. It's like, oh, we just, we have a resource. That's where we'll put you in touch with. And whether it's an accountant or an attorney or whatever kind you need, you know, or we'll go find it. Right. Um, because, you know, the stuff's on the Internet, but is it accurate? That's the challenge for lots of people. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You get it, differing opinions about this all the time. And you so. want to you want to take the information and then you want to take it to your professional, your qualified professional. You want to talk to your CPA or your attorney or your financial right. advisor, depending on whatever the topic is and all that stuff. And there are a lot of pieces to the SBA. It is a pretty simple uh, form to fill out to apply for it. If you are a small business that's impacted by this and even from a um a client standpoint of people that listen to our show, there's other pieces in there of the CARES Act, obviously some quick little things, and I'm sure you're sharing this with clients, but obviously like we saw like RMDs, are yep. uh, they're canceled for 2020. You don't have yep. to take them. Nope, you don't, which is, which is you know. Could be helpful. Not, right. You know, that's, that's kind of nice. It's, yeah. That's a freebie, if you will. Yeah. No uh, penalties, right, Charles, if you, if you are under 59 and a half and you do decide that, to dip in? Yeah, that's correct. No penalties if you're under 59. There's it's still a taxable event. Sure, exactly. But yes. but the 10% early withdrawal penalty pre 59 and a half is gone. And yeah. if you're doing if you're taking a withdrawal, you can spread the taxes due out over a 3-year period of time. Oh, okay. So that that can help also. Yes. Uh, but I think that just not having to take an RMD is the biggest thing. First of all, they moved it back to 72. Now you don't even have to do it right. this year. So that's a savings. And I, I and I'm going to spin this all the way around and say, and okay. that's going to have a monumental impact on tax revenue for the government. And, you know, this original, this initial stimulus package was what $2.2 trillion. Yes, I and so. I've read, read several places where the probability is it's going to end up being, cause they've got several more versions of this. Right. Another two up. here and another two there. And yeah. yeah and you know, and, and version two, version three, version four, just depending on do they need to have all of that. I'm going to guess, and this is a, a reasonable estimate. And it's not just my guessing. It's what mm -hmm. I've, I've seen a few other people say sure. that you're going to, you're going to end up in the five plus trillion dollar range. Yeah. I mean, six seems to be the number most keep falling to. Yeah. And, and I'm going to ask you a question because sure. this is what I found really fascinating is in 2001, 20 years ago, what was the total 
national debt in the United States. 2001. Well, that's before, that's before we kicked that's off the kicked off the, the, the war. I don't know. Trillion bucks. Well, 5.7. 5.7 trillion? 5.7 trillion, okay. which is about what we're going to add this year. Right. Well, we that's, were already, what, 22 or 23? And, you know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, at this point, yeah. we're going to tack it's, on, you know, another yeah. six. <laughs> so, honest to gosh, if you don't think taxes are going to grow right. up in the future, yeah. that's, I mean, that that's the ultimate downside of this among i mean obviously there's a huge health and social sure. and mental health I mean, this is when we have here. to do these things but yeah 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 but it's gonna cost at, right, in the long run right um, we were having that conversation you know we're saying a lot, a lot of this you know sba money for example for small businesses could possibly be forgiven you wouldn't have to pay right. it back like a loan it's like well right. yes and no you're gonna have to pay it back in taxes at some point and yep. everybody you know was already saying you know there's no way, you know, who knows who's going to be the politician to do it, who's going to be the administration to actually do it. We keep playing kick the can, but at some point, somebody's going to kick the can, it's going to be full of cement, and it ain't going to go anywhere, you know, yeah. and we're going to have to raise taxes, yeah. so. Yeah, you know, it's 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 inevitable. You know, God, this is a great time to do a Roth conversion, for Pete's sake. I was going to say, that's uh, another component, right? That's Oh, oh yeah. I mean, if you, you take it, first of all, you know, your account, your, your IRA or your 401k is worth less than it was six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. And <laughs> four weeks uh, ago in some cases. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I mean, it's a, uh, you know, peak to trough of the S and P 500 is down this year, like 34% or something like that. Right. But that's, then it's bounced back a little bit from there. But you know, if you had a $300,000 IRA and now it's worth $200,000, if you convert, you're only paying a tax on $200,000 now to convert it to a Roth, not $300,000. And from this point forward, it'll all be tax-free going if it's done on a Roth. I right. mean, it's, so it, there's there's opportunities if you're you know willing to take advantage of them right. as they exist now. And that's I don't think that's making lemonade out of lemons. I just think that's the financial reality of where we're at. And, yeah. you know. Some things well, can work in your benefit. And and some may say the same thing for, you know, how you want to invest and not invest. And again, it all comes back to having a plan, depending on your time horizon, depending on the goals, all that kind of thing. You know, obviously now a lot of stocks are on sale. So you have people starting to talk about that, you know, vantage point. Is it something, you know, do you look at how your portfolio is set up and, you know, get a risk analysis done and all these kinds of things. And I mean, again, now more than ever, obviously, and I think my part of, maybe Charles, part of the fast slide was we literally in February were on all time highs. Right. And like anything, when things are going great for a long period of time, us humans tend to kind of forget about the bad, you know, and we got gobsmacked with bad in a quick hurry. And yeah. now people are, you know, kind of scrambling, obviously a little bit, but I think it's a great point. There probably really has not been a better time, at least for 10 plus years, to make sure you're working with an advisor and have a plan because there are so many components that are changing rapidly through all this. Oh, yeah. And it's hard for us to keep up. And that's kind of all I'm supposed to do. Right. <laughs> but it's like, this is a bunch. This is a lot. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. It's Which is fine. So, you know, my wife hollers at me sometimes. She asked me that question 20 minutes ago. I said, okay, my brain's full. Give me a break. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's full. I, I, yeah, it's, I have to get rid of a little bit for a few minutes. Something. Well, uh, that's right. You know, the, when the, when it is full and it, something new comes in, it's something else falls out because you got to make room. That's yeah. the way I've always approached it. So that's, it's we live in interesting times. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, so we didn't want to get too in the weeds today and and some stuff. We wanted to kind of have just a just a conversation about what's going on since the last time we had chatted. Obviously, today that we're taping this is uh, is the first, I believe. So April Fools. 
So what's going on? <laughs> I mean, we're going to put this out tomorrow, I think. So luckily, well, let me ask you. So we're you're, so we've been Charles and I. We've been practicing social distancing before it became a, a term in the lexicon, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're in Arizona. Never, I'm in North Carolina. We do yeah. this across the uh, across the internet. So how yeah. was how was uh, well? First of all, how was the great TP shortage in Arizona? Uh, you guys having the same problems that everybody else seems to have? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, I, as soon as it started, I checked and I'm not, I don't understand the toilet paper. <laughs> I don't, don't think anybody does. No, oh, no. I mean, seriously. And it's, we have plenty because we just buy a big case of it from Costco and there's just the two of us and it right. lasts quite a while. So, so you guys are in you know, good shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I read somebody who actually Sherry read it and told me about it. Uh-huh. Somebody had done the calculation. I don't know if you've heard this one, done the calculation that you'd have to go to the bathroom something like 150 times a day to use it. It'll use up one of those cases of Costco paper, toilet paper in, in a month or something oh, geez, like that. Wow. Some, geez, some, and and know, some, some people were buying like, event. right. Something unhealthy. Yeah. Something more than just what COVID might be doing to you. You might've had some other intestinal yeah. issues. Yeah. Well, and you got, People that were buying two of these and all that kind of stuff. So my wife decided for you know April Fools because I think everybody kind of thought well, let's take a bit of a moratorium on April Fools this year because you know yes. everything that's going on is you know <laughs> it's the worst April Fools Day prank ever anyway. Uh, so she I think she decided to be somewhat mild with me, but I, I got up and walked out of the room and I saw this package of you know toilet paper sitting on the uh, on the table and I said I said oh you found some extra. And she's like, no, I just brought it out of the bathroom and set it here just so you'd get excited and think we found more. <laughs> nice. And I was like, well, that's how simple th- you know, and weird things have gotten. You know, all, she's like, actually, I found it upstairs in our daughter's bathroom who's in the Navy. And we haven't been up, you know, in her bathroom room area for a couple of weeks and had just kind of forgotten about it. It was hiding there. So it was like, ooh, it's like striking gold. <laughs> Truly. Yes. So, so semi-liquid gold. That's right. That's right. So any any fun April Fool's Day type of stories or anything like that? Best one I ever, best ever, okay. 1985, George Plimpton wrote a story in Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. about Sid Finch. Have you ever heard of this one? It's Mark? not ringing a bell yet. Okay. He wrote a story about this baseball prodigy that was, Google Sid Finch, S-I-D-D Finch, okay. and, or, and George Plimpton, the author. All right. He wrote a story about this guy that was this phenom who was... Big and you know tall and thin and had the ability to throw a fastball 168 miles an hour and all this other stuff. Wore a boot, just one shoe when he pitched, and he's in the New York Mets wow. farm system. This way, this story went on and on and on, and they actually hired a guy to play him to just have photographs taken and all of this stuff. And it was hilarious because everybody believed it. Okay. And the, the phones in the, the New York Mets office were ringing off the hook. Everybody wanted season tickets, all of that stuff. And it came to be found out that, in fact, it was just a gigantic April Fool's joke. Huh. Nobody figured it out for a couple of weeks. Really? So, I mean, that, so yeah. they were all but drooling I, I, over I, this player, I remember huh? reading it and I thought, God, this is fabulous. And then I thought, no, that can't be right. This is impossible. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but anyway. That's well, the best one I that's the best one I've ever you seen. You know, you know, that kind of makes me think and, and the current thing that's, you know, happening to us here in the world, you know, kind of makes me and, and the initial the first week or so when people were starting to really panic and, and you know, running to the store and when we first started really seeing the buy everything at the stores, um, made me think of the old Orson Welles thing, you know, back in the thirties, whenever he did the uh, War of the Worlds on the radio yeah. and people thought oh, it was yeah. real. 
Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's yeah, like now I'm, we got this going on, and it is real. <laughs> so you know, yeah, it's but strange. It's too, it's too weird to be real. But yeah, it is. that's true. So. That's true. It does feel very, um, very movie-like, you know, and surreal in a lot of places. Well, I know we did a weird show today, but it's weird times <laughs> we're in. So I tell you what, we're gonna do. That's right. We're gonna take an email question since that's okay. what we usually do, uh, and we'll do our, our topic we were gonna talk about this week. We'll talk about it on the next podcast if that's cool with you. Sure. Uh, so let's see what we got here. We got Lucille in Scottsdale. And she says, uh, Charles, I make too much money to contribute to an IRA or a Roth. What's the best way for me to save for retirement? Well, good problem to have, first sure. of all. So good for you, Lucille. I'm not sure that it's totally a problem, though, because there's the, you can make too much money to be able to contribute to a Roth IRA, but you can make as much money as you want to and still contribute to a regular IRA. It's just you can't always get a tax deduction it doesn't necessarily go in pre-tax mm-hmm. if you make too much money. So that may be what you're thinking about. And then, you know, the, the question of then, so what's the best way to save? And I hate to beat this premise to death on these email questions, but this is exactly, if you emailed it to me, I would send you back the same thing. I don't know enough about you to know, you know, where, how old are you? What are you looking to do? Where else do you have things? Do you have a 401k or something like it at work? You know, what are other circumstances that go into doing that? Do you have life insurance needs? Because that's a potentially a great idea to, and I'm not showing for life insurance, but you know, you, you cash value life insurance that those dollars that come out someday are tax free. You know, that's an option. Do you have an HSA, a health savings account available to you at work? That's like a triple tax advantage thing. So there's a whole bunch of ways to do this. And just thinking IRA or Roth IRA is, uh, you know, broaden your scope, broaden right. your perspective. Well, you know, Charles, you, because there are some things. Right. Well, you know, and you're saying in a way, you know, you can't answer it because you don't know them. And that's very true. But you are in a way at least providing some things to think about. So all of those pieces she may or may not have considered. So in a way, you're still, oh, yeah. you know, helping with that. So I, I think that's great that you can kind of frame it in that you know, context. It's like, well, what about this item, this item, this item? This, it may not be a good item for you, but have you considered it or talked okay. to your advisor about it? And that's why we ask a gob of questions. Exactly. When, we, when we're meeting somebody in the beginning, let's find out everything about them and ask them what they've thought about, what they haven't thought about. Have you considered, have you, you know, oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was possible. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. It's not like we ever think anybody's not that informed. It's just, they're not, they're busy doing what they're doing and they're not, and this is what we do. So, you know, it's the same thing, just different. Yep. Well, in order to get, you know, in order to get to that place where you can be working through things, and of course, as we mentioned earlier, obviously a lot of what's happening now is going to change many a thing down the pike on how uh, retirement planning could change, uh, how, you know, impacting, uh, you know, the economy is going to change some things. So all these things can certainly, and they are changing on uh, almost a daily or at least a every couple of day basis. But I still think if you want, if, let's finish off with a proactive stance here, Charles. And I still think it's a wise time to say, look, we're already sitting around having to wait, you know, shelter in place all over the place. We're kind of are sort of on our hands, if you will, uh, since, since we're not touching our face. <laughs> we're kind of si- <laughs> we're kind of sitting on our hands, if you will, in a lot of parts of our life. But let's be proactive about, especially if you're listening to this type of show. If you've been listening to us, you might be already working with Charles, or you might be a retiree or pre-retiree, or still thinking about when you're going to retire. Be proactive about it. Take this time to work through some things. Start talking with an advisor. Start talking about, uh, you know, how do we plan getting through this? And on the other side versus just waiting to react once we know what's going on. What do you think? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, all of a sudden, the the psychological component of, you know, I mean, this is of all, you know, things can go wrong. Bad stuff can happen. Are mm-hmm. you prepared for that? Have you considered? I, I hope, you know, one of the things as a result of this, that people realize I really do need to have that emergency fund like <laughs> planners always talk about. Yes. It came in handy by golly because I had one. Okay. Then if nothing else comes from this whole situation then but people do that and realize it's important then that's a positive from a financial point of view we have ideas we've seen stuff happen before and this is the time to begin to think about okay so it's you never know i mean the the world is unpredictable and you want to try to take some of the unpredictability if it has going to yeah. going to have a negative impact on you from a financial well from any point of view a negative impact but yeah. certainly from a financial point of view let's see if we can't try to work around that to make sure that we've got options available if and if and when this something like this or different or who knows what it'll be happens again because right. it will someday yes exactly well you know and i think if nothing else you know that'll you hear a lot of people talking that this may be served as a really great wake-up call in a lot of ways not that it's something people you know would want to have to go through or wish on anyone but there were so many things you know in our society and world in general that I think we maybe got to the point where we didn't think something like this could happen. I mean, who really would have thought? I mean, even World War II, we were talking about you and I before we started. A lot of components, some people say, well, there's some similarities to how life changed. But even then, like the entire you know globe's economy didn't stop you know, and, and various things. And people weren't just being told to stay home everywhere all the time. So, you know, it, know. it's totally different. And, and it just kind of shows up as a reminder that, as to your point, anything can change at any given time. And, and so this hopefully will find a lot of silver linings and some positives out of this, uh, as humans tend to do once we move through these kinds of uh, events. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up this week and say thanks for your time. We appreciate it, folks. Obviously, you know, stay safe, stay at home, all the things that we're trying to do right now. But you can be proactive. You can uh, handle other things in life. There are still ways to get some stuff done, especially if it comes to, uh, for a lot of our listening audience, maybe you're a retiree or pre-retiree, you got questions or concerns, and you, you certainly may reach out to Charles and his lovely uh, his lovely bride and they'll help you out there at uh, Peloton Capital Management 480-513-1830 is how you call them 480-513-1830 Charles is a fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management go find him online at pelotoncapital.com that is pelotoncapital.com subscribe to the podcast we would certainly appreciate it share it with folks who might want to hear or need to hear the message Financial Choices Matter is the name. Just uh, search that out or just go to the website and you can find it either way. Charles, my friend, stay safe. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you in a week or two. We'll see what's happened yep. since then. Yep. Stay safe, be kind, and we'll chat. Thanks, Absolutely. Mark. Absolutely. That's a great. I like that. Stay safe and be kind. We'll see you next time here on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.